You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, but I mean, <laughs> if you and a couple other people go, the thing is, oh, I've wow. got a whole. I mean, I'm kind of a representative when I go down there, and so... You're a representative? That is, well, like... I'm kind of entering a new wow. phase of my life where now I'm I'm kind of part of a different society. Oh my so god! It's just all I'm saying is you know I have there, something over here to throw at you. I just if throw not, it at <laughs> if I don't have time to talk to you, you know, don't don't acknowledge me unless I acknowledge you first. Maybe something oh. like that. We'll just have to come up with some rules. It'll be okay. Hello, this is <laughs> Sarah is so mad. Uh, hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, five days a week. Five days a week right here. I'm seriously nervous. I can't even get through the intro right now. Oh, my gosh. You just threw something at me. Um, Five (laughs) days a week broadcasting live from Portland, Oregon. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show live. Live from Portland, Oregon. From freezing as fuck Portland, Oregon. I kid you not. I think part of the reason that I'm having trouble speaking right now is because my mouth is still... Freezing. Yes. So uh, as we've talked about before, we have our two studios. We have the green room section of our studio. Then we have the recording section, which is covered, uh, you know, as we, we soundproof the entire thing. So therefore, since we have a lot of soundproofing and we don't like to turn on, we don't turn on the heater. Yeah. In here because there's, you know, there's material. Just there's, too much. It's just too much. So <laughs> during the summer, you hear us complain about how hot it is. <laughs> right now, it's freezing. I am wearing a long sleeve shirt, a sweater, and my fun employment radio zip up hoodie. And I'm still cold, and I can't yeah. feel my hands. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is pretty damn cold. So we we're not going to make the entire show about the weather, but uh, <laughs> we just won't. to let you know, it is a little. Chilly. No, we have no. to talk about Greg moving on up. Well, it's true. Well, you did mention the sweatshirts. I did want to say something really quick with that. So, um, yes, we did get our order of the Fun Employment Radio sweatshirts in. Now, this was a pre-order, so we don't have any extra ones to sell. But if you did purchase one, um, we're going to make it available here so you can come pick them up if you're in Portland. Mm-hmm. And they will start shipping out tomorrow. Tomorrow so, we're going to start. Yeah, then our green room is full of sweatshirts, which is amazing. It's a lot amazing. of sweatshirts. Yes, it's boxes and boxes of sweatshirts. Boxes of sweatshirts. And if you're lucky, maybe I'll open them all up and roll around in them like uh, Scrooge McDuck does. I want to roll around. Around in the most no, thinking about that yesterday. That. We can't do that. Oh, okay. We, it's like leaves, but warm and inside. Yeah, I and do. Squishy. Kinda, I would love to like dump all the boxes of sweatshirts out into the green room. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to at some point because we have to sort them out and then jump onto it and like swim around in them. But that wouldn't be necessarily ethically correct. So we won't do that. I'm just not guaranteeing. We Maybe won't. we should just grab a couple of like you know like the larger ones, like the three XLs, because that, that's that'll be warmer. I can put that <laughs> over my other sweatshirt and then just keep warm a little bit. It's being it's being asked that maybe we should just wear each one of them, <laughs> so that way it's it's a little bit of extra that you get with the sweatshirt. Nobody, nobody wants, that. wants to. No, nobody, nobody wants, wants their sweatshirts divergenized no. before they get them. Random hairs all over them. No, yeah. that's not gonna happen. No, they're neatly packaged. It's gonna be just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, yeah, so. So speaking of this, so yesterday I was not here. Um, two things. Yesterday I was not here at the show. You sure uh, weren't because I was. Uh, You're start- training, he's starting his new life apparently. Training for my side job. Well, this is just one of my side things. I'm entering a whole new high society thing that I did not understand before. Because not only am, am I going to be doing um, you know back fence on Monday. Which oh, in boy. front of six hundred people. Wow, Greg, you're just stage. moving. You're just moving so far away from me. Like but, I don't even know what to do anymore. But also now this I am la di da fancy life that you have. Have a new part time uh, occasional gig that I'm going to be working at the Portland Art Museum. So it's the it's plays and arts and like the fancy fine arts kind of thing. It's a bit more. That's probably where the difference is between you and I. Do you think are they looking for like a, a scrappy new friend or something? Is this why <laughs> the guy who rides the bus downtown to go to the big events? You think this is? You think this is like a? Trading, You're like, is this like a trading places kind of thing? This is a trading Somebody places kind of thing. Ah, anybody can turn him. There's no way. You oh can my turn god, him you're totally like uh, Lainey Boggs and she's all that. Where they try to you know turn the least popular girl in school into the most popular. You're a bet, Greg. No, I'd rather I'd rather be Eddie Murphy. I'd rather be no. You're Lanny Boggs. No, you're so, Rachel Lee Cook. <laughs> so maybe since I'm moving moving up into the scene, do you think there's somebody else that's also part of the bet where whose life is being ruined right now, and that they're having to move, they're, they're being dumped into Southeast Portland, and like is they're that, having to take over my life? That's really sad. So wait, that's ruining someone's life is to know. take over yours over here. Know. I'm part of you know your job on this side of the water just because. I, this job isn't in the park blocks downtown doesn't mean that it's any less fancy. 
It's, it's a little less fancy. Yeah. It's not as fancy, is it? <laughs> I think maybe I am part of some secret trading places <laughs> thing. Well, I have to do my best. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, I went down there and, um, and had to do the training yesterday. So, it won't normally affect the show. Uh, doing doing the side thing. Yes. Um, so this was like I your did, training to get ready to get prepared for that new role that you're going to be playing downtown. Do you have to dress up? You totally have to dress up. Well, so there's two different things here for the for the job at Portland Art Museum. I do have uh, there is a dress code. Okay. Yeah, that I that I have to do. I will say with the training yesterday, um, it was interesting because you have to learn a lot about what's going on. Well, and you had like eight hours of training, right? Yeah. 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 And I also learned how to, because basically everybody there is a protector of the uh, of the art that's in the museum. Yes, you're a guardian. Yeah. And guardian so of the arts. About, guardian of history. I had to learn all about that kind of stuff and how to observe Did what's going on. Did they give you a tour of the museum? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I went went through the museum. Yeah. But uh, but so, so I did go through that and then kind of learned a little bit about the layout and all that stuff. Top secret stuff. Can't really say everything. I have to tell you, the most fascinating class I took when I lived in London was my arts and galleries class, um, and where we would go to like a different museum every week. And one of the most fascinating topics that we studied were uh, art thieves. Mm-hmm. And we would go to museums yeah. and they would show us like how uh, like it fascinated me how the security systems and museums work why they put particular paintings in corners and far like that's why the most expensive paintings and pieces of art are in the furthest to reach places because it's harder for a thief to get them out right so yeah. I rem- so that was fascinating oh, when I took arts and galleries it's very in depth the way that these things work which is important I mean you do have to protect that stuff mm-hmm. and there are there are actual art thieves as much as that's like the subject of movies it's true people are asking are you a docent I don't know what a docent is. That's one of those. Uh, it's usually like what <laughs> I, I thought about faking that for a second. <laughs> I'm just going to admit it. What what is a docent? No, a docent is what like a uh, like usually like it's taken over by like rich people in New York for muse- like you know who are looking for something to do. Oh, like, you know, kind of go around, but they they're like tour guides basically. A docent's like a tour guide. Oh, okay. No, I am not a tour guide. Okay. I'm not a tour guide. Um, but I do now know how <laughs> I I know uh, I know how to make a citizen's arrest what? if I need to. <laughs> How do you make a citizen's arrest? Tell I can't a- tell you. I can't tell you. Yes, you can. You Knowledge is through. power. You're supposed to tell me. No, I can't tell you that because you're not properly trained to do it, sir. I'm a citizen, just yep. like you are. Mm. Why would I not be trained to do it? Well, Isn't the training just involved being a citizen? I'd rather to you make not a citizen's know. arrest. It's more. I just rather you didn't know. I think is what it comes come down on. To. <laughs> No, I will never be having to do that, but it's just part of what the training is. So it's that that that's can one I, of the things. So do I need training to make a citizen's arrest, or can I? Well, to do it right, yeah. But I, I, like I said, I will never be doing that. I won't be part of it. They Don't just, never they say have never. To, they have to, as part of it, they have to tell you how to do it. Well, so. clearly they have to tell you because that might be something that you're going to have to do. Well, see, yeah, then I'll just start going out. I thought about using that power outside, not never at the art museum, but I could use that power outside of there. I could try to arrest my meth head neighbors or something like that. I just don't think that'd go over very well with me, <laughs> for me. I, I don't think that would end up very well. I'm really curious as to how you do this. I'm trying to look up uh, how to citizens arrest in the United States of America. Let's see. Citizens arrest in the United States. Come on, Greg. Just tell me. This you is have to me some time. Witness, okay. In order to do that, you have to have witnessed someone committing the crime right in front of you. Oh. That's how it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's that's where it is. It's something you'd never want to do. Ooh, okay. It's a private person may arrest another for a public offense committed or attempted to uh, in their presence when the person arrested has committed a felony. Uh, although not in his presence, when a felony has been committed, wow! There's like all kinds. Of, basically, you can just grab strangers. Yeah, no. and you have to say, "I'm placing you under citizen's arrest." Uh, if someone were to do it, it's a it's really it's a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like a horrible idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless there's an actual like something violent happening to someone, I would I would avoid um, doing citizen's arrest. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would stay away from those. That's my advice. Um, so anyway, but you learned how doing to. the training. Yeah, yeah, because because they have to tell you, uh, just as part of what the the bylaws or whatever it is. So, uh, but with that, so I did that yesterday. But then tonight, I'm going to be going to a fancy play downtown. <gasps> this is what Greg was talking about. So Sarah, um, Sarah wanted to go to one of these too. So there's a couple of. Friends I am totally mine. riding the coattails. I love how you're like dragging your feet about like. Ugh. I've gotten us into lots of cool things before. Oh, I know. Yeah, so now Greg's just like, I guess you can have one of my passes to this awesome thing I'm going to tonight. (laughs) But this is what we were referencing at the beginning of the show, is that Greg is now requesting 
that I <laughs> what that I don't talk to you. Well, so on Monday I'll be part of a part of Backfence's um, you know performance at the Portland Center stage, as we've talked about, where I'm going to be one of the storytellers. But uh, kind of a tangential, like a little a perk was was able to get some passes to one of the plays <laughs> that are going on downtown. <laughs> so Sarah wants one as well. But I'm just saying though. You know, maybe I should be playing this this new role. Maybe I should start adapting to that kind of that kind of scene. And by the way, the people from Backfence are awesome. They are not hoity-toity or crazy. Oh, it's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We'll have we'll have something that we can talk about here in just a little bit on the show. Yes. Quick side note there. Uh, very exciting announcement we'll have. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm thinking. You know, since I'm going down to this to this new society, this high society type of thing. Sure. You know, maybe I should separate myself just a little bit from from you, just just for that, just for you know, this is fine talking to you here, but down there, you know, I don't know if you're really going to. Act Are you the way serious? That. I think that I could pass for high class more than you could. What? There's no way. Absolutely. No way would you be able to pass more than I would. No. I think so. No, you would be. Uh, I. I will wash my hair, though. I mean, in order to get prepared for this. <laughs> no, I think I can. Uh, I can pull this off. I'm going to wear wear some nice, nice outfits. Greg, again, as I've told you a billion times before, people can smell poor. They'll be able to smell the poor on you. Your only hope is to be a struggling artist or something along those lines, where it's okay for you to be dirty. No, no, I want to be the high society. Your guy. shoes. You know what, Greg? You're not the high society guy. You are the guy whose shoelaces are always untied. Are your shoelaces untied right now? One of them is, isn't it? Almost. It's not quite untied. <laughs> Greg is the guy. Uh, Greg is the guy that all of us know. The guy that has the floppy shoelaces. <laughs> the like the floppy shoelaces that are flapping around everywhere. I don't know it what you're talking happens. about. I'm not. I'm not really sure about this. So I am going to. Uh, when I'm down there, though, and when I go to the bar and you know order myself a nice scotch, and I'm speaking with the with the other with the other gentlemen and the <laughs> high ladies. Um, you know, do you realize a nice scotch at a fancy? At a fancy place like that, it's going to like be twenty five bucks. Yeah, but rich people don't have to pay for it, right? I just yes, act they like have I'm to rich. Pay. And then, no, I just act like I'm rich, and then people just give you things. I thought that's how it worked. No, you that's just not pretend how it like works. it is, and then they're like, "Oh, it's you." Don't you worry about it. You don't have to pay for this. That's for poor people to pay for. Yeah. So and then then I can get away with it. Yeah, you don't have to pay, actually pay, do you? Yes, you have to pay. Oh. Yeah. You're going to be completely. Well, can out I just of be like, oh, well, my my chauffeur has the has the black your card. Your chauffeur, uh, the bus driver. You left yeah. your card with the bus yes, driver. Is that yes. what you're going to say? What's the super high end uh, credit card? The black platinum. The, the uh, black? Amex black. Amex black. Yes. Yeah. Well, I left the Amex black with the chauffeur. Oh, I'm so forgetful sometimes. I'll get you next time, my good man. Yeah. And then you know, I'll walk away. Hmm. Wait, is that kind of like dining and dashing, huh? That is kind of like dining. Okay, I don't got- think it's kind of like dining and dashing. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what dining and dashing is. Oh, but see, but where you take I'm- something that you haven't paid for. Yeah, but because I'm leave. so so you know implied wealthy that they're probably not going to care about. It. They'll be like, oh, that's <laughs> okay. Mister Nibbler's good for it. You know, and then I'll be Sir Nibbler. Yeah. Yes, and then I can I can walk around. Oh yes, are you going to wear oh, a top madame, hat? Madame, you are beautiful this evening, and I'll just I'll just kind of insert myself into the groups, and then I'll grab the ladies' hands. You're supposed to kiss their hand, right? Yes, is that what you do? Yeah, absolutely. You Every woman that you encounter, you, you just kiss her hand. You grab their hand, yeah, and give it a little little smooch. Yes, on the, even if they don't look like they they want you to kiss their hand, as soon mm-hmm. as you shake their hand, when you introduce, mm-hmm. you turn their hand over, and then you you kiss it. Yeah, slap one on there, mm-hmm. and that's you what just, they like. That's how they that's how they interact. No, I don't have to kiss the dude's hands. I'm not going to do that. But I do. I will. will give a firm embrace. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, hello, old chap. How are you doing today? And I'll, then I'll introduce myself. Around before you know it, I'll be rolling around with these people. You know, it'll be a big, big kind of big to do. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I just don't want you to. I just don't want people to get confused. You know, if you come over and start talking to me, because yeah. then then it'll kind of mix. It'll send mixed signals, and they'll be like, "Oh, is, is this a charity case that he's working on? I don't know." Oh boy. This really is going to be a new life for you, a new life of solitary, like being a solitary man wandering around, blaming you not having your black Amex card on your bus driver. (laughs) Oh, Aaron Duran is in the chat and he did uh, say, make sure you get a monocle. I should have a monocle. I would love to have a monocle. What? Are monocles actually for? I think if you have eyesight in one eye, why would bad, you not? Why would you eyesight? not have just glasses or contacts? Do people still use the monocle for things? I don't think so. Why can't I bring that back then? A monocle or a or an, a patch? Could I have an eye patch? You that could have a patch cool. on one eye and a monocle on the other. <laughs> you could <laughs> double it up. Double it up. Oh yeah, that would make me very interesting. Yeah, I would be an interesting addition to the party. They'd be like, wow. 
Look at him, he's some kind of adventurer. I wonder how it happened. Oh, don't ask him, though. Oh, we shouldn't ask him, but wow, what an adventurous man. I want to know his story. I want to know all about him. You know, and then I can, then I can walk around and... Oh, yes, enjoying fine scotch. Uh, when I was in Burma, I enjoyed, you know, and, and do various stories about my life. Do you have a story about your life when you're in Burma? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, when I was traveling with the natives. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be pretty amazing. Dylan says, Sarah will be forced to act like she doesn't know Greg, so Greg will actually spend the whole night by himself as the rich people shun him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and ask on a pocket watch? There are so it's many being, things I yes, need. Yes, sweet, sweet justice. It's being said by a very level-headed Alex in the chat saying, I've changed my mind. It is crazier in Greg's head than it is in Sarah's. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Not true. Yes. Not true. Trading places, the Greg Nippler story. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, it, All right. it will be. I, I think it'll be cool. Well, we do have, so as Greg and I were talking, we do have our guest confirmed for tomorrow. Okay, do you want to confirm yes. the guest? Yes, so let me, just, let me just make sure. Uh, let's see, so Kenny just wrote back. I'm just going to make so sure. So this is happening live as we're recording the podcast. Live as we're doing this. Uh, let's see, yep, 12.53 p.m. Okay, we're confirmed now. Plug away. Okay, all right, so this is tomorrow, and we're going to be doing uh, this interview a little bit early. Yes. Tomorrow, which will be Friday, December 6th. We'll go live at about 10 a.m. with Judah Friedlander. Judah Friedlander. If any of you 30 Rock friend, fans know who he is, Judah Friedlander, the crazy guy with uh, with the thick glasses and all of the hats. So he's going to be coming in studio, and he is just goddamn hilarious. His delivery is awesome. Yes. And I am super, super excited. He's one of my, yeah, he's an actor in one of my favorite TV shows of all time. He's, of course, from 30 Rock, which is one of the most hilarious shows ever created. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on 30 Rock, and then he's been on a bunch of other television shows, too, and stand-up, obviously. The guy is really, really funny, and he's also famous because he always has different hats on. <laughs> he looks like a skinny things. Bobo. Totally. <laughs> I wonder if he ever has gotten confused with Bobo the Squatch Hunter. Uh, we we oh, could ask him. I don't know if we want to ask him that, though, because he could, we'll see how he is. We'll see how he is tomorrow, but that is kind of a good point. Yep. It does kind of Because he like wears that. all the kooky hats. Bobo wears the uh, kooky hats. I just want to ask him where he gets all the hats, because that's what I am most fascinated with. They're the, I love his hats. Every episode, he's got different ones on there. So I want to ask him about that. Yeah, I love the free hugs one. Katie was just pointing that out. In the yeah, that is my favorite hat. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, too. So it's, it is going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. Oh, so, so are you going to wear a hat? So Judah Freelander will be live at 10 a.m.-ish. Uh, Right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then we'll go live with the regular show about noon and replay it. Okay, well, you know what you need to wear is I left that hat at your house, the one that says, uh, breathe if you're horny. (laughs) You have to wear that hat tomorrow. Should I wear that? You have to. (laughs) All right, I might wear it. I might wear it. I'll bring it in. What's what's up? What are you? Oh, nothing. No, I was just uh, looking at all the the Judah uh, comments in the chat. Everyone's super excited about it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be very cool. So I am. I think this is the first guest that we've had on that I've legitimately been a super fan of the entire series of their show. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I mean, because I saw, like, I watched 30 Rock the entire time that it was on. Mm Mm-hmm. I am very, very excited about this. It's going to be cool. Yes. It's going to be cool. So, Judith. Oh, Amy Schumer was uh, the makeup girl in an episode of 30 Rock, She had, like, yeah, she had a tiny... Yeah, she didn't have a speaking part, but she was doing, like, Tina... Before she was Amy Schumer, you know, before she was super famous. Yeah, I remember her talking about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so excited! Yeah. So, it's very, very cool. Live tomorrow at 10 a.m., with Judah right here Woo! on the radio network. Awesome. All right, well, I have some... I know you have some ball talk, Greg, but I have some World of Crazy. I don't know what, what you want to do first. Uh, well, let's do uh, let's let's do some World of Crazy. You want to do let's some World of Crazy? That. Yes, because it's I have something else <laughs> I want to bring up here, and I need to know what the hell is going... Why do these people keep calling me? Who keeps calling you? This is... Maybe it's a sexy lady that you gave your phone number to, and you don't remember it. No. No, it's not. This is another weird one. So this has been happening since for the last two days. Anyway, I'll talk to you about it. Okay. What are, are they saying? Anything? Yes. That's weird. Yeah. I'll explain. Okay. So should we wear hats tomorrow? I don't know. Or is that going to be too cheesy? It's totally cheesy, which is why we should totally do it. Maybe. If we get a picture, what? What if he doesn't? What if in life he doesn't wear the hats? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe that was Maybe just his doesn't. thing on the TV show. You're right. It would be pretty douchey if we showed oh, up with hats. Oh, wow. Well, look at that. You guys got hats. Neat. And then it's like, you know, uh, like Jaleel White or Jameel White. What's what's her Jaleel, Jaleel White. Jaleel White. Yeah, it's like where people show up and then they put on glasses to act like him. It's like, yeah, you know, that was a character on a TV show. That's <laughs> yeah, he gets so pissy about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, because then he tried to be like a, like a super sexy man. Yeah. 
No, you get typecast if you're there. Yep. Bring our own hat and ooh. It's a good point. <laughs> Mr. Jinky saying that'd be some morning radio shit. Yeah, it really would. <laughs> hey, well, no. wearing my hat today, I tell you what. No, we can't do it. We can't do it. No, we're not going to do it. No. No. We're just going to be excited to be able to meet him. All right. <laughs> Onward and upward. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> First up. Greg, I saw this on Craigslist and I thought you might be oh, interested Greg. in this. On Greg's list? Not on Greg's list. This isn't a job for you. Oh. However, this is something that you might want to acquire with your newly found wealth and entitlement because oh, yeah. of the new world that you're living in where, downtown. Where does the wealth come from? Because I haven't, I haven't figured that out I don't know. Yet. I'm sure if you... If we hang out with rich people, maybe it'll just stick to you at some point if you're downtown and you're like... That's what I'm saying. Rubbing elbows. Rubbing elbows with the riches. I gotta get in there. With the richie riches. Gotta kiss some hands. You've also gotta uh, cut your nails, too. Oh, I've gotta gotta redo my nail polish. My nails aren't that I'm gonna find me a hot sugar daddy tonight. I've gotta gotta clean... I've gotta gotta wash my hair. I'm gonna do my nails. Or else you could do the opposite if you're going rough and tumble and get some, like, grease under your nails. I don't and know if I want to sh- do that. And then it shows that you work with your hands, even though you know jack shit about cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they won't either, so I could make it up and seem like it. Is that attractive? Yeah. I mean, okay. women, well, I'm not, I can't speak for all women. I mean, some women like men with the shaved body hair, like no body hair on them, you know? Like right. some, but some women, particularly maybe women who are downtown, who live in their little bubble in, in the downtown world, and they mm-hmm. have their, their sparkles and their, and their furs and their... $200 manicures Maybe they're just looking For a guy with little Grease oh, under his nails They're to, looking for A rough and tumble To get their guy. engine started Oh I could go with that Be kind of like The Grizzly Adams For downtown <laughs> Okay Okay Maybe I could go that route Yep I They are Being you're right They are uptown girls You gotta find yourself An uptown girl You're the Billy Joel In this situation Gotta find yourself A Christy Brinkley Do it So I gotta be a little Rough around the edges Yeah that's what she liked About him Bad boy Gotta gotta be kind of Maybe I could be like Charlie Sheen in Ferris Bueller's Day Off Kind of that Little dangerous You can Oh like you could Hit on baby pre-nose job Uh huh Yeah mix of that And Grizzly Adams That's kind of how I look at myself See if it's skewed mix I want to look up the Definition and like The traits of narcissism And see how many Of those actually apply to you What are you talking about With your skewed perspective Of the world there's nothing skewed about it. Okay. Okay, Grizzly The world Adams. is what I make of it. All right, Greg. Well, this isn't Greg's list so much as it is Craigslist, and this is out of New Hampshire. New Hampshire, where a Craigslist ad, which has not been taken down, which is claiming to be 100% legit. Somebody on Craigslist in Hartford. It says Hartford. Well, I guess there must be a Hartford in, in New Hampshire as well. Yes. Yes. They are selling two adult unicorns. What? That's right. It has not been flagged. This has been on Craigslist in New Hampshire for the past five, uh, like the, the past like two or three days. Yes, somebody on Craigslist is advertising that they have two unicorns for sale and they must be sold together. Now, the two unicorns are being sold for nine hundred and thirty thousand dollars <laughs> for the pair. And here's the description: it says we are selling two purebred unicorns. The male unicorn is a three-year-old named Pegasus. The female well, is... Well, that's, that's confusing. I know. The female is five years old and named Daisy. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread this. The price of, uh, of the unicorns are uh, $930,000 per unicorn. Oh. But wait a minute. It's a unicorn named Pegasus? There's a unicorn named Pegasus and, a, and another unicorn named Daisy. Okay. Do they have pictures? Mm-hmm. There are pictures. No, they don't. Well, they have. Uh, I think they have like stock footage. Whatever stock footage of unicorns is. Okay. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So they are saying that they have these two unicorns that have to be sold together uh, for on sale for nine hundred thirty thousand dollars uh, per unicorn. So one point eight million for the for the full. There you go. Uh, so the unicorns uh, in this has said they they're hand fed from birth and require just as much attention as other animals that you would invite into your home. Uh, these people go on to say they're the only fully licensed unicorn breeder in North America, and they are NUBAA certified. What's that? What? I don't know. You should look that. Right. National Unicorn Baby Actions Anonymous? I don't know. Um, so what you can do now is, so there is a waiting list, however. 
So if you call them now, you can be put on the waiting list on which wait times start at nine months out to get your very own, to get your unicorn. Nobody knows what that means. N-U-B-A-A? N-U-B-A-A. Yeah, I just looked this up. Somebody, uh, other people have seen this post and nobody knows what N-U-B-A-A is. And then it says in all caps, serious inquiries only, please. <laughs> we also offer unicorn eggs for purchase. In other news, unicorns lay eggs and don't have foals. All right. So there you go. All right. You can get your unicorn eggs. I kind of want one. <laughs> They're the only fully licensed unicorn dealer. Next up, out of Texas, off we go. Woo! From New Hampshire to Texas. A police officer by the name of Frankie Salazar has been charged with aggravated assault after a plan to spice up his sex life went horribly, horribly wrong. Now, Officer Salazar and his 33-year-old uh, friend, Jesus Edward Gutron, hatched a wife swap plan months ago to switch sexual partners, however, did not let their wives know about it. Oh. On oh. Saturday evening, Gutron and his wife went over to Officer Salazar's place, and after some drinks, Salazar started putting the moves on Gutron's wife. Now, the woman did not care for this, since, again, the wife swap thing had not been discussed with the wives that are being swapped. I don't know if they understand how that works. That's usually not... I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. So, the woman did not care for this at all. It says that she did not care for this at all. And decided she wanted to back out of the plan that she, again, had no knowledge that she was part of. About this time, Officer Salazar's wife walked in, and since no one had also alerted her to the swap... That was supposed to be going on. She was none too pleased to see her man putting the moves on another lady. Things escalated into a fist fight between the two men. So okay, much the, so. The dudes got in a fight over it? The dudes got into a fight about it, clearly, because they didn't think it all the way through. And Salazar, Officer Salazar, allegedly wound up shooting Gutron. He's alive. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, in the chest and in the hand. That uh, did escalate quite quickly. It did escalate yes. quite quickly. Uh, Salazar has been suspended from the force without pay pending his trial. So, in conclusion, I would like to say if you're planning on swapping with, you know, another person, <laughs> probably let the wives know. Yeah, I, uh, I kind of want to bang your wife. Well, I want to bang your wife. Sweet, dude. <laughs> let's just do it. Yeah. You just start kissing her and let's see where it goes. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the way that's, all healthy relationships that's so go. so fucked up on so many levels. Wouldn't he just be pissed if actually she was into it? Like they didn't talk about it beforehand, but his buddy just starts hitting on the on his <laughs> on his wife. And she's like, "All right, yeah, sweet." No, oh, that's that's not how that works. Well, I think I said I mispronounced something. I don't know why I never mispronounce anything. What's the capital of Colombia? Colombia City. Next up, when they say dandelions can grow anywhere, they sure meant it, whoever the fuck they is. <laughs> a doctor in Beijing has removed a dandelion that was growing inside of the ear canal of a 16-month-old girl. Oh. Grew fully into a dandelion oh. inside of her ear canal. The child had been scratching her ear for months. Now, apparently... When they were outside, a seed had lodged itself in her ear canal. And by the time her parents brought her in to get her itchy ear checked out, the, it, quote, the dandelion had totally grown into her ear and filled her ear canal wall with the bloom of the dandelion. That's so gross. It grew out of her ear and into her ear canal, and she had a legitimate flower growing in her ear. Oh. However, oh. this young girl whose name was Ran Ran, Ran Ran is okay, and doctors were able to surgically remove the flower with no dire consequences. I don't know why. That is terrifying. There's something growing that's, inside of your body that shouldn't be. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. That's it's awful. It's awful. That disturbs me more than a lot of the other stories that you tell. Like, I don't, I don't know why that bothers me so much. Because now every single, anytime I have an itch, anytime. What kind of parent lets your child, if they're noticeably scratching their ear for months and months? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And someone's asking, don't doesn't it need like you know light to be able to grow? I don't know. Maybe it was uh, getting the light when the child was outside. I have upside down garbage cans in my backyard, and stuff grows under them all the time. I don't know how it happens. So. 
Thanks for that anecdote, Greg. Next up. Oh. God, everything that itches now. All right. A Wendy's employee named Amy Sieber was arrested and soon became an ex-employee when a customer at their chain in Love, uh, Lovejoy, Georgia, called 911 to report that there was a half-smoked joint inside of her burger. <laughs> so that Wendy's in Georgia. Shocking. Police say when they showed up, Employee, well, ex-employee now, Amy Sieber, 32 years young, told them the blunt belonged to her. It actually says this in a fucking news story. The blunt belonged to her and that she had, quote, accidentally misplaced it inside of the cheeseburger when she was wrapping it. She has been arrested for possession of marijuana. The customer who found said half-smoked joint inside of her cheeseburger said she suffered from symptoms similar to food poisoning and had to be hospitalized, which is total bullshit. She said she had food poisoning? She had said she had food poisoning and had to be hospitalized. They have a picture of it, of the sandwich. It, there's barely a bite taken out of it. It was just, like, opened up and you could I see mean, it. I mean, I think you have enough of a case just saying that there was a... <laughs> a half-smoked joint in your burger. Yeah. You're not going to get food poisoning, I don't think, off of the... Tiny bite that you just had out of that. Yeah. Well, the uh, customer also said that Wendy's offered to pay all of her medical bills and also gave her a $50 gift certificate for future Wendy's purchases. Oh, Tony in the chat said, my friend misplaced a Band-Aid inside oh. of a DQ blizzard. Oh. I'm never eating again. I'm never going anywhere and ordering any food. Oh. This is just really disturbing world of crazy that you have here. Today. I know. It gets worse, too. I'm oh. sorry. But I have to. Like, so many people have sent me this story. Doesn't have, there are no, let me just tell you, for everyone who gets pissy about it, there are no stories about penises. Okay. Okay. Moving forward. Greg? Yes. As if you need more than just one reason to not hide a glass meth pipe inside of a body cavity, a North Dakota woman was discovered bleeding from her vagina after she rear-ended a car on a Fargo roadway. Now, this is what happened. When police responded to the crash scene, they arrested a woman by the name of Gina Marie Smart. And after a warrant check, uh, they arrested her after a warrant check revealed that she had failed to appear in court on a pending narcotics and drug paraphernalia case. So after they placed her into the back of the car... Gina Marie Smart, that's uh, who she placed in the back of the car. After they transported her to Cass County Jail, which is in Fargo, an officer of the law spotted spots of blood on the back seat of his patrol car. The officer said, when I asked Miss Smart about this, she said that she had just started her period when she was in the back seat. However, as Smart walked into the booking area, Blood continued to drip from her, quote, crotch area onto her legs and the floor. After being interrogated again, she subsequently admitted that she had a glass crack pipe inside of her vagina that had broken when she got into the car accident. Oh. Jail personnel then re recovered a broken clear glass meth slash crack pipe and a capped syringe. This was all inside of her? This is all piled inside her lady purse. Jail personnel recovered all the glass, but since Smart continued to bleed, oh my, how stupid are people? She was brought to a local hospital where medical staff removed some additional broken glass from inside of her vagina. After she was medically cleared, she returned to jail where she was booked in custody of pose for possession of drug paraphernalia and possession of a controlled substance. <laughs> that, how much can the story say it's not worth smuggling anything inside of your body? Because not only is she all cut up from the glass pipe that she had nestled in her nether regions, she's also arrested because of that. Like, she's suffering tenfold. And she was in an accident. She was in a car accident. Then her vagina is bleeding. Then she's being punished for said bleeding vagina because of what she hid inside of her vagina. It's like a threefold. Yeah. It's triple whammy. Learn your lesson, ladies. Don't treat your vagina as a purse. Oh, God, that's so gross. There's just something so disturbing about it today. Well, and finally, from vagina to vagina, we go from vaginal cutting to vaginal knitting. 
And a lot of people have sent this to me, so thank you. Yes, vaginal knitting, Greg, is a sensation that's sweeping the nation. Not really. Just one girl. So uh, this is a performance art piece that is being done by a woman by the name of Casey Jenkins, who calls herself a self-professed craftivist who is knitting using or she's knitting her project over the next month using wool placed from inside of her vagina using what so what she does is she's bundling wool and she is knitting a scarf a never ending scarf every day with wool that she has placed inside of her vagina you know what I have the uh, audio I think it shut down hang on let me pull this up really quick she places the wool. She could explain it better than I ever can. Okay. All right. So let me just get her. Let me get her up here. Oh. All right. So this is this woman. So basically, she can describe a little bit about how this happened. So here she is. If you take a good hard look at a vulva, oh. you realize it's just a bit of a body. There's nothing that is shocking or scary, or you know, nothing's gonna run out and eat you up. My name's Casey Jenkins. I'm a performer craftivist from Melbourne and I'm up in Darwin doing a performance piece called Casting Off My Womb. I'm spending 28 days knitting from wool that I've inserted in my vagina. (laughs) Every day I take a new skein of wool that's been wound so that it will unravel from What is with the music? And I stick it up inside me and then I pull out the thread and then knit. It's unusual and it's confining because I'm attached to this knitting so I can't sort of get off and wander around and so it really it's restrictive but no no it's not painful I mean people push babies out of there so it's kind of for this being her art form she's quite eloquent at describing it and then I stick it up there (laughs) no I stick it up there because babies come out of there why can't I stick knitting in there the piece for me is about Assessing and I guess being intimate with my own body. I want to, I guess, not just walk off and become a, a parent like a sort of cultural lemming. I want to make an informed decision. The performance wouldn't be the performance if I were going to cut out my menstrual cycle. Oh my god, dude, I don't want to hear this when anymore. I'm this is like a- it makes knitting a hell of a lot harder because the wool is wet and so yeah. This seems like something you would use as like a torture device. Like if you really want to drive someone insane, make them listen to this over and over. Because within an hour, I would break down and tell you whatever you wanted to make it stop. (laughs) That is, you could torture me one hour with that. I'll spill everything. Anything you want to hear, I would say. (laughs) All right, good to know. You just showed your hand there, buddy. That's my hand. (laughs) So the work is officially called Casting Off My Womb, but is lovingly dubbed Vaginal Knitting. Oh my God. Uh, so taking place in Darwin, Australia, the performance project, uh, project aims to address taboos surrounding female genitals and a woman's body in general. There's not, that's not addressing taboos. That's, as she said, shoving something in, up inside of you. That's not naturally part of, part of that. <sighs> what kind of stereotype does this break down? Greg, Can I just told you. As a woman, will you explain to me, please? Greg, exactly? she's a craftivist who is... Addressing taboos surrounding females' genitals and a woman's body in general. What is the taboo she's addressing? I don't know. Like, she's felt slighted because she hasn't been able to shove yarn in her vagina? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It is weird. Like, I mean, I understand... No one appears to be oppressing her or stopping her from doing that. Congratulations. What What are you fighting against? Like, good for her for taking a stand. Against What? The people who say, don't put it up there? Apparently, she feels deeper than you could ever understand. <laughs> well, Kenny took a stand by shoving quarters up his nose, you know, <laughs> get rid of the It was being pointed out, somebody would... was asking if, if uh, her voice would give Kenny brain tingles. It probably would. Oh, it might, yeah. So there you have it. This woman is, she's... She's a sister doing it for herself, ladies. <laughs> so if anybody can please let me know, as I am a lady with a with a, with a I have the I have my nether regions as well. 
I would really like to know if I'm missing some grandiose point about her shoving a thing of wool into her vagina every day, bleeding on it and making a never-ending scarf. She's, I just, I, I would really be curious to know an explanation. She's doing it for all women, Sarah. You should understand this. I mean, men for years have oppressed women from sticking things up into their... Yeah, what I'm thinking, too, is, like, your insides aren't accustomed to things that aren't supposed to be in there being inside of you. I'm thinking a lot of wool and shit shoved inside of you is probably not making for a very pleasant area. Because your body is taught, you know, to fight foreign, like, you know, to get foreign things out of it. You're shoving a big ball of wool in there. They just called again. What? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm out. Vaginal That's, knitting. That's your world of crazy. That is uh Is it vaginal or it's vaginal? <laughs> is it vaginal? Like if it's a... <laughs> You're the lady, sir. You tell me. Well, because it seems like vaginal is possessive. So, I mean, therefore, it would be vaginal knitting. Because <laughs> vaginal knitting sounds like you're knitting a vagina, but vaginal knitting sounds like it's inside vaginas. That's... that's- you pronounce it however you want to pronounce it. Okay. What's the capital of Columbia? <laughs> Columbia City. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you is the capital of that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, that is All right, so, so who is... Is this one of your new rich friends that keeps gross. calling? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> no, I... What's got, going on over there? I get over there. Um, no, no, no. Okay, so... <laughs> sorry, I gotta snap out of that. I, I need to get the image of that woman out of my head. I need to close that picture. Yeah, so um, people are asking how she's pulling it out. So apparently she no, wraps the wool... No, we don't need... I thought just we were really done. Just really quick, I just want to tell. So I, she wra- she wraps the wool to where it comes out of the... In- like, the string comes out of the inside oh of the... No, the inside of the ball of wool. So it's not, like, unraveling around. It's actually coming out from the inside. Rylan in the chat just described it as, like... <laughs> like, silk coming out of a spider. Like, it's... Uh... <laughs> uh all right, can we be done with that story? Sorry, I was just, I away? thought that was an actual question. All right, no, fine. Oh. Done. All right. Done. Okay. All right, so what's going on over there? Okay, well. Every time I'm looking over, Greg's curiously looking at his phone, like. Well, no, so here's the deal. So for the last couple of days this has been happening, I've been getting weird phone calls. I got one, um, actually I got two from, from Virginia. What? Yeah, from Virginia. And one of them didn't leave a message, but one of them, I actually answered it. Because I was like, what the hell is this? Who, who's this person calling? And I was like, oh, it's probably a bill or something like mm. that. And um, no, it was this dude. And he answers like, hey, y'all got that T.I. speaker? What? Y'all got that T.I. speaker? A, a I, T.I. speaker? That's Well, see, that's what I was trying to understand. I have no idea if that's what he was saying was was T.I. speaker or if there was something else in there that he was trying to reference. Maybe it was... Oh. I'm like, I... And that, that was the first thing he said when I answered that. I was just like, hello. Are you sure? Hey, y'all got the TI speaker? Like Tina? Hey, is Tina there? Instead of TI speaker? That's what it sounded is like. Is Tina there? No, what it sounded like was, hey, y'all got a TI speaker? And I was I was like, I'm sorry. I, what? It's like, no, you 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 got a TI speaker. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't understand what you're saying. It's like, what do you mean? Well, no. What do you mean, sir? I, and I went back and forth like this, and, and I'm like, I think you might have the wrong number. It's like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. I'm pretty sure that I'm the person that's answering, and I don't know you. Whatever, the, and that's whatever the TI speaker is. I don't have that. Did you look up a TI speaker? No. Did somebody post your phone number somewhere? The, well, this is what I'm starting to be worried about. So twice now today, while we're doing this show. I've received another phone call, and it doesn't look like they left a message, but this is not from Virginia. Now I'm getting phone calls, and I looked this up, and so it's a 473 area code. Okay. Which I wasn't sure where that was. Apparently, though, it's from Grenada. What? That's I'm weird. phone calls from Grenada. Grenada, however you say it. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> Let's go the whole thing off. Sorry. So... I, I've, I've received two phone numbers from this. This is in the Caribbean that I'm receiving these phone numbers, the, these phone calls from. So have you answered them? No, I haven't answered them. because we You've got to answer the them. Well, we were in the middle of the show. So okay. I so I, I wasn't able to answer it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm really trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> it's totally probably your brother. Yeah, it's being called. <laughs> it's your brother messing with you. Maybe Where it's Anita Kapkalia. Right I don't think he's in. No. He, he goes all over the place, but I don't think he's down there right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I debated like giving it a call back. Mm-hmm. But is this going to charge me more, though? Because I'm calling a number in. If it doesn't charge me more, I'll call it right now. I don't. I have no idea. 
I don't know how telephones work. All I know is that I pay my amount I of money. I don't know how telephones work. <laughs> Magnets. How do they work? Should I call it? I guess so. You might have international. Oh, someone said you might be international rates. Oh, I think you have to pay to answer them. Oh, <gasps> is it one of those? Oh, I've heard of those. Those seedy little. Yeah, I could call on Skype. Should I just call it right now? No, I don't. No, unless you want to do it. Call. Um, I'd have to set up. Uh, they wouldn't be able to hear me right now. Okay, okay we we could maybe do that. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I'd like we'll, to. We'll we'll set it up. Either do it today or tomorrow. Okay. Or uh, or we could take a quick break and I could just do it. Should I just call it? Sure. I need I need a quick break just so I can set up the <laughs> microphone for it. Okay, okay, and then I want to tell you what I'm going to be doing this afternoon because I'm really excited about it. All right, let's take a quick break, uh, very fast, and then we'll be right back with the uh, 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 radio. You don't give me any time to set up right now. We're going right break right now. I <laughs> go to break. Right. I run out of things to throw at you right now. <laughs> going to break right now. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, I sent the number over to you, so we're going to dial up from your. Okay. Let's, let's just see. let's just see what we got here. All right, can I just copy and paste it into there? I think so. I don't understand this newfangled technology. All right, so I go to the phone thing, right, and I click on the phone. Yep, let's call Grenada. All right, and then I dial. Do I need to have that plugged into my computer? Oh, you already did. Yep. And let me make sure that the settings, the system preferences say. Did you check? That system preferences say what? That it's the snowflake. Uh, no, I didn't check that. Okay, let me check. Uh, blue snowflake, it was yep. not on that. There we go. Okay. Yeah, because I want them to be able to hear me. All right, Calling. let's just test this out. All right. Breached is not in service. Oh. All of that build All up. All that for nothing. Should I try one more time? Sure. All right. Let's see. Call. The number you have reached is not in service. How does that... This is a recording. No, oh, that's creepy sounding. Yeah, but how does that work then? This how are they is able a to, recording. How are they able to call me? I don't know. From that number if it's if it's not in service? I don't know. Okay, I don't get this. Oh, did you put a one in front of the number? Oh, try that. Try that with a one in front of the number. That's a good point. There was a one in front of it. Okay, there was. It's the one four seven? Yeah. 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 I think I think that's how you would dial it. At least that's how it... Uh, Should it have two ones? I, I don't know. Um, country code for Grenada. No, I think I think you just do a one. Yeah. Okay. I'm tr- oh, yep. wait. Whoops. Let me try yep, one yep. more time. Okay. One? Yeah, their country code is one. Damn. It's not letting me put a one in front of it. That's weird. Maybe it doesn't let you dial international in there. That probably could be it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, so apologies. We well. thought we could get to the bottom of that thought we could get to the bottom of it well either way whoever it is they keep calling me so if i answer that though then i'm gonna get charged mm-hmm. i'm gonna get charged extra so no way no way no no i will not do it all right we did get an email from uh listener chris in cincinnati also goes by the name patch so earlier today i was talking about how <laughs> you know when i went to the when, when i go to the fancy play tonight that perhaps i should wear either a patch or a monocle or both and here is his suggestion for blending into high society he said number one scotch single malt never blended neat always neat so that tells me what to order so i gotta order scotch. that's single true malt. you can't have an ice cube in it because it makes you look like a, a like you don't know what you're drinking that's then fine. it waters down the the deliciousness of the scotch right apparently. and i probably don't want to just like shoot it Mm-mm. probably want to sip it you sip it yeah and wave it around kind of like a glass of wine like you sw- swish it around and then i put it in like you drink it at a snifter you gotta do that when you put it in your mouth snifter is the one with the little like it looks like a teeny little like wine glass right yeah and you wiggle it around mm-hmm. yeah you wiggle you it around smell it and you toss it and you like jumble it all up yeah that's how you drink scotch so I'll do that and then also he said if you wear a patch it will affect your depth perception so you might be more of a klutz um, yeah but I'll look badass because he looks I've patch has shown us a picture of him Pat, yeah so just for, he for the record badass. yeah patch patch is called patch because he has an eye patch yeah patch just I like, say patch one more time <laughs> just like my uncle patch yeah. his name is patch too because he is missing an eye so. seriously yeah mm-hmm. you have an uncle patch mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm. um yeah he's he's badass uh and then uh number three he's saying to make sure i say appetizers instead of samples i want to change that though mm-hmm. i'm gonna say samples i think i should say samples because there will be some free samples on Monday over there. I think I think there's going to be some some sampling going on. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Ah, I love those samples. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, well, we do have uh, something 
that before I want to tell you what I'm going to do this afternoon, uh, it has, is being noted in the chat, and I did want to bring this up about our friends Chris and Shauna. Yes, who had the, this horrible situation happen to them last week. So basically, what happened is they were out of their house, and what happened is there was some sort of dryer malfunction in their house. And this is uh, these are a couple of folks who live here in Oregon, and uh, turns out they had a dryer malfunction and. In turn, it caught on fire and burned their whole house down. Yeah, which is a horrible, horrible thing. Of course, it was—I think it was the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's—I mean, it's right. You know, it, it would matter any time, but I mean, it's right before the holidays. They have a family, and so they're really—it's pretty much a total loss. Their house is. Yeah, and having gone through a fire myself, not even to that extent. I mean, I was just a single person living in an apartment, and that was horrible mm-hmm. to go through. I can only imagine what it's what it's like going through what they are. So. Yes. So uh, the best way you can do that, if you'd like to donate some money um, to help them out, try and get back on their feet after you know it's a every they lost most everything in this in this fire, and they are great people, and so we really wanted to put this out there. Uh, so thanks to Aaron for sending us the link. So if you'd like to donate money to them to try and help them, uh, and old time listeners, this is Mailman Chris. If you're a Rick Emerson, Rick Emerson show listener, Mailman Chris. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to donate money, the quickest and easiest way to do that is actually go to PayPal and you can directly donate to Chris and Shauna 43 at gmail.com. So that's C-H-R-I-S and S-H-A-U-N-A 43 at gmail.com. Yep. So that money will go directly to them to help them out um, in a pretty dire situation. Yeah. And, and somebody's asking about items. I, I don't know if they're looking for any items or not, but you could probably email them mm-hmm. right at that address and, and ask them. Yeah, yeah. That, but all we know is yeah they have the PayPal account set up. Yeah, and, I mean, and you yeah, were saying I mean, that stuff. I mean, you were saying after your fire, like that's that's the thing that helped the most is just like getting able to get money so you could go out and was, get the things that you needed to. That was what I needed more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Even so, I mean, stuff was nice too. You know, that for certain things that that burned, but sometimes I mean, it's so hard. Red Cross was awesome mm-hmm. when I when I had my fire. They were fantastic, and I cannot say enough good things about them mm-hmm. about how much they helped. But yeah, I mean, a lot of times you just need cash. You know, just yeah. To, Get things that you need, like right off the things you never even think about, you know, that you'll need. Like, oh, I don't have any more jeans. I don't have clothes to wear. Yeah. I need to, I need clothes. You need the basics, like the things I, that you don't even think about, I'm sure. I was wearing my work boots when I, you know, came home and now I don't have any other shoes to wear. Yeah. Little things like that. So, yeah, it, it does it does help out. Yeah. So, if you'd like to help, um, yeah, please, please do so at chrisandshauna43 at gmail.com. Just plug in that num- uh, that email address at PayPal and if you can, I mean, I know that we all, yeah. like some, I a mean, lot of people have, you know, financial situation. If, if you can, that's great. If you can't, you know, that's totally okay too. But if you yeah. do, if you have the capacity to be able to help. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's 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 it right there. All right. So, um, well, that being said, now do you want me to go to something completely frivolous and lame? Yes. Greg, this afternoon, since it is getting too cold to be able to exercise, I am going to. Well, I do my seven step shuffle, of course, in my apartment, but I'm feeling like I'm not really getting a full workout from doing that. So, when I went to Seattle, I stole a DVD from my sister, and I am going to attempt to do this today. And it is called, I shit you not, <laughs> Pilates for Dummies. I've never done Pilates. I have room in my apartment to do Pilates. That is what I have room for. I mean, I have a very small apartment. I know that if I move my coffee table out of the way, I will have room. I am going to attempt to strengthen my core with Pilates for dummies. Wow. That's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon, wow. which I'm really nervous about. I was going to do it the, earlier this week, but it wasn't you know too cold outside yet, so I ended up going running. But now I get Pilates mixed up. Ty Bo is the one with the with the dude that's all amped up and looks like he's on steroids. Billy Blanks. Is that his name? Billy Banks. Billy Banks or Billy Blanks? One of the two. Okay. I used to do Ty Bo in my uh, yeah the bald guy. That's yeah in the rec sweating. room in my uh-huh. dorm. I told you, that was right when it was popular in 1998. I had my Billy Blanks uh, VHS tapes, and all like that's a Sarah is mimicking punching the air right now with her with her workout punches. Yeah, that's it's quite amazing. I kind of want to take a video of that right now. But uh, so so you're <laughs> Kansas this local woman found unconscious using a Pilates for dummies <laughs> DVD. <laughs> So oh, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. So what? What is then? What is then? Pilates. What's Pilates the is like a, it's one of those things. I'm not. No. Yeah, do some punches. No, I look for like us, garbage Sarah. right now. Absolutely not. You're wearing a Fun Employment Radio <laughs> no. sweatshirt. Show show us some punches. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. No. So it's more of Greg. Pilates is more of a spiritual and strengthening journey. It's spiritual. Sure. Is this like a fancy yoga? I, don't, I think so. I, yeah. Honestly, I don't I know. I think how it's Pilates like works. I think it's like more worky outy yoga. Do you have like like. Like ethereal music. I don't know. The lady on the on the cover looked very very toned, 
And she was like on her side with her exposed, you know, six pack midriff looking very happy. Yeah. She looked very happy with her Pilates for Dummies toned body. I too would like to be happy with my Pilates for Dummies toned body. <laughs> so this is what I'm going to be doing this afternoon. Wow. Big plans, Greg. By yourself in your apartment. That's true. Big plans. Moving on up. Got to get that Pilates body in time for tonight where I'm going to meet my my sugar da- my future sugar daddy. Yeah. At the play when you're pretending that you don't know me uh-huh. because you're trying to Yeah, <laughs> so I'll probably I'll, I'll go get the tickets and then I'll meet you around the corner and I'll hand them to you just so we don't get seen going in at the same time. <laughs> you know, and then I'll walk in. Oh, hello chaps. <laughs> and I'll probably use you as an example too. What? You of- won't know it. Example of what? Of what, well, when poverty? I'm talking to my other rich people, I'd be like, "Oh, look at that poor. <laughs> look at how disgu- look, look at how poor, poor she is. <laughs> like literally poor. <laughs> I don't them. mean to say anything, but has anyone talked talk to security about the issue over here? I'm just saying, I'm all for uh, those people having their own place, but they uh, shouldn't be here with us. Those you're all okay with those people having their own place. By the way, I don't think actually anybody at this thing is going to be like that. They're probably all very awesome. But this is my this is how I envision. You can't just put a blanket. I love how you're like trying to (laughs) blanket statement. Every single person in that room is just going to be awesome. There's not going to be one douchebag in the entire crowd. No, there's going to be (laughs) douchebags. Yes, there is. Yeah, there. Well, there always are. No matter where you go. Oh, dear Lord. So that's what I'm doing this afternoon. So it's going to be hanging out here uh, for people that, for folks to pick up their sweatshirts, which if you're listening live and uh, you want to come to the studio anytime between 2.15 and 4, I will be here yes. watching One Tree Hill. And uh, I'll be here hanging out. So if you want to come pick up your sweatshirt, just boop, let me know. Indeed. That's my... Indeed you shall. Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. I have to go, uh, I have to, go to an audition. <gasps> wow. Yeah. God, everything's just coming up, Greg. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how it all works out. Well, while you're auditioning, I will be <laughs> sweating to the oldies in my studio apartment. I have to start learning how to talk, Rich. If you're yes, saying well, phrases like... Uh, thank you like- very much for tuning in today, where, uh, wherever and however you listen. It's been glorious, glorious chatting with you. <laughs> All right, so people are asking about... The listener party. I did allude to it yesterday. I did not okay. spoil anything, Greg, because I did not, it is not fair of me to say anything. Well, Monday, Monday we will make we the decision. The listener party is on Monday. On Monday, we will announce the date and the location for the listener party. So everyone who's in town, everybody who is planning on flying in from out of town, we're giving you, you'll have a little bit of time. It's not any time in, in like the next couple of weeks. Right. It's going to be, you're going to have some time to be able to plan if you want to come over. We've heard from folks who want to fly out for this. So you'll have some time, but we will announce the date and the location on Monday. On Monday. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, <laughs> maybe, no, so that's just Lucy K. Um, if you are coming from out of town, maybe send us an email. Maybe we can, maybe there'll be a spoiler. Oh, yeah. Maybe there could be a spoiler that's given if you're going to be buying plane tickets. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could help out with that. I like the sound of that. With giving the date, not not buying the plane tickets. <laughs> I know. That's, like, we'll make sure that that's well, I'm like, clear. wow, you are rich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. But what we we do want to say, you know, you guys are fantastic. Listen to us. Also, our sponsors are amazing. And coming up this weekend, Asylum is going to be a part of something awesome. So I remember them doing this last year. I went to it. It was amazing. Yes, it is very, very cool. And so um, they, uh, let me pull up so I don't mess up everything. Oh, yeah, no problem. It's the Hawthorne Holiday Stroll. So that happens every year, which is awesome. So it's happening this Saturday, the 7th. Um, So they're going to, so uh, Asylum, along with a lot of other stores on Hawthorne, but most importantly, Asylum, um, will be doing what they did last year from 3 to 6 p.m. So they'll have a live mannequin in their window, which is cool. So basically they're having a human in the window who's uh, like dressing up in the mannequin style, like as the mannequin that's going to be having from 3 to 6, as well as there'll be a DJ there spinning um, spinning records like Christmas music, vintage Christmas music and such. So awesome. it should be really cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So, so that's this Saturday. So that's a good excuse to go and get some Christmas shopping done because hot damn, Christmas is like in what, in less than three weeks? Oh, wow. Yeah, it is coming yeah. up pretty soon. Well, and you can go to facebook.com slash pdxasylum 
as well. And you can, uh, they've got a video from last year. And just like their page. They're supporters of us. They're supporters of Geek in the City. They're supporters of so much, so many amazing things. And they are yep. awesome. So please, when you go in, say hi to Anton and Deb and let them know that you heard about them on the show. Yep. Facebook.com slash PDX Asylum. Woo! All right. Uh, tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Guys and Balls. Yeah. Returning back with another episode of their own. And then tomorrow at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Judah Friedlander. Right here on the Fun Employment Radio <laughs> Network. Thank you very much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.